Now it's time for Radio Church on 4CRM. Presented by Pastor Jeff Grant from the Uniting Church Serena. Church on 4CR and presented by Pastor Jeff Grant from the Uniting Church at Serena.
Pastor Jeff Grant speaking from Serena United Church. And that was Michael W. Smith. And this is Radio Church on 4CRM Mackay, 107.5 FM. And I'm really glad that you've chosen to join us today in this broadcast of Radio Church. And I pray each one of you will be blessed as we worship God together and act on His words. So let's start with a short word of prayer. Our Father, we want to say how much we worship you and adore you and love you. And Lord, because you are so wonderful in all your abilities and attributes, your might, your power, your glory, your majesty, your beauty, your holiness, your grace, your mercy and your love. Because of these things, we delight to know you, Lord. And I pray that as we listen to your word and reflect on the music and enjoy that worship time, you would cause us to serve you and with more power, with more confidence, with more faith, that we might, through our lives, bring glory to the name of Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. I want to read to you uh, from Psalm 25, just to get things going. Just the first ten verses. In you, Lord my God, I put my trust. I trust in you. Do not let me be put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over you. No one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame. But shame will come on those who are treacherous without cause. Show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God my Saviour, and my hope is in you all day long. Remember, Lord, your great mercy and love, for they are from old. Do not remember the sins of my youth and my rebellious ways. According to your love, remember me, for you, Lord, are good. Good and upright is the Lord, therefore he instructs sinners in his ways. He guides the humble in what is right and teaches them his way. All the ways of the Lord are loving and faithful toward those who keep the demands of his covenant. Bless the name and the word of the Lord. And now we're going to hear Robin Mark. Here he is.
Held dear from Robin Mark. Robin Mark of Belfast. You're listening to Radio Church on 4CRM. I'm Jeff Grant and I've called today's Bible message Power to Serve. You know, the church today does not have a strong reputation of power or being able to resolve problems or having the answer to issues or situations that individual people find themselves in. And most of us are no different to the community around us. When we're faced with uh, awkward situations or difficult ones, we just throw up our hands and we we say, God bless you, and occasionally we'll say, I'll pray for you, which is a really good thing to do. But we don't have a reputation, as they did in the early days of the church, of resolving problems, of having authority and power over the spirit world, of being able to do the things that Jesus did. And of course, he told us, the things I do, greater things will you do because I go to the Father. And we can call upon him any time to make a difference. Now, there was a day in the life of uh, Jesus and his disciples. Three of them, Peter, James and John, had just been with him on the mountaintop. And we talked about that last time uh, on the mountaintop experience. Now, you've always got to come down from the mountaintop. They came back down to earthly problems. They were faced and experienced glory and wonderment, and now they were faced with impotence and defeat. How do you respond when you face situations in your family, in your neighbourhood, that uh, just seems beyond our ability to cope? What do you do? Let's hear, or let's read rather, first of all, from uh, Mark chapter 9. Just the first verses 14 through 19. I've called this first section, Disciples Powerless. When they joined the rest of the disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and some teachers of the law arguing with them. When the people saw Jesus, they were greatly surprised and ran to him and greeted him. Jesus asked his disciples, What are you arguing with them about? A man in the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought my son to you because he has an evil spirit in him and he cannot talk. Whenever the spirit attacks him, it throws him to the ground and he foams at the mouth, grits his teeth and becomes stiff all over. I asked your disciples to drive the spirit out, but they could not. Jesus said to them, how unbelieving you people are. How long must I stay with you? How long... Do I have to put up with you? Bring the boy to me. Disciples powerless. They had no power. Now this is curious because just a few chapters earlier, Jesus sent out the 12 and gave them authority uh, over sickness and illness and to cast out demons. They have authority over the spirit world. Now they had no power. Perhaps they were relying upon their own strength. Jesus wasn't with them. And they they thought they could. And uh, they were arguing with the Pharisees. Teachers of the law were there. They had some success in driving out demons. Jesus mentioned that in another part of the Gospels. But at this stage, they were discussing probably how to do it. You're doing it all wrong. And so that's a bad picture, isn't it? That sometimes the church and society, our community we live in, arguing amongst ourselves about what should be done, about the difficult problems we face. How are we going to solve these issues? Well, Jesus was very disappointed with these disciples. You know, there are evil forces in the world and we cannot humanly confront them. We are, we are virtually helpless with, with some of these situations. 
and the disciples and the teachers were disputing about what to do. And the large, large crowd is watching them. Sad, isn't it? Now, here's a desperate father and a boy who's deaf and dumb, controlled by an evil spirit. And Jesus expresses real disappointment. You can hear the frustration in his voice. How unbelieving you people are. How long must they stay with you? How long do I have to put up with you? He's talking about their lack of faith. Their lack of faith in him. Now these disciples had been with Jesus for, for months. And they'd seen him do all kinds of wonderful things. And they were distressed because they couldn't do what he did. But notice what Jesus says to this man. And I'll bring this up again. He says, bring the boy to me. Dear ones, when you and I are faced with circumstances that are just beyond us, we need to bring the boy to Jesus. We need to take the problem to him. We need to lay the problem at Jesus' feet and not try to work it out for ourselves. For that is bound to cause us to meet with failure. And then desperation, disappointment, and our faith gets knocked around. Let's think about that. Let's think about how we approach difficult and problematic circumstances. And while we're thinking, let's have a listen to Chris Tomlin as he sings, How Great Is Our God.
That was Chris Tomlin on 4CRM's Radio Church. Jeff Grant here, and I'm sharing this message I've called Power to Serve. And we've looked at this sad situation in Mark chapter 9 where the disciples were absolutely powerless. And this uh, man uh, with a, with a, had a son who couldn't speak and he couldn't hear and he was filled with a demon and it threw him to the ground. He foamed at the mouth. He gritted his teeth. He became stiff. Terrible things were happening and this poor man is desperate. Now, the second part of this message I've called A Man with Little Faith. I'm going to read to you from Mark chapter 9, verses 20 to 24. They brought him to Jesus. As soon as the Spirit saw Jesus, it threw the boy into a fit, so that he fell on the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. How long has he been like this? Jesus asked the father. Ever since he was a child, he replied. Many times, this evil spirit has tried to kill him by throwing him into fire and into water. Have pity on us and help us if you possibly can. Yes, said Jesus, if you yourself can. Everything is possible for the person who has faith. The father at once cried out, I do have faith, but not enough. Help me to have more. <laughs> I've called this section, A Man With Little Faith. We looked at the disciples, they were powerless. Now the situation is there's a man with little faith. He had barely enough faith to bring the boy to Jesus. And expressed his uncertainty of Jesus' power. And he says, he says, have pity on us. This was his cry. Not, I believe in you. And he says, have pity and help us if you possibly can. What a contrast is this man to the Syrophoenician woman who we read about earlier in Mark, who had a little girl with exactly the same problem, but she was absolutely, absolutely sure that Jesus could cure the child. When Jesus said, oh no, I, I can't take the food intended for the children, feed to the dogs, what a terrible thing to say. He called her a dog. And she said back with determination, yeah, but even the dogs eat the food, the crumbs that fall from the table. And he was amazed at the faith this woman had, for she knew that Jesus would cure and heal her child just by a word. And he commended her for her outstanding faith. And Jesus says to this man too, yes, if you have faith, anything is possible. He even said to the disciples, you could cause this mountain to be thrown into the sea if you have enough faith. Now, I'm afraid that there are some people who abused this statement, this situation. And I've heard of more than one, one circumstance where people in the church have accused people of not having enough faith. They, people who've got children with permanent disabilities like cerebral palsy or a withered arm or a withered leg. And someone like an elder or a pastor or a deacon or someone has said to them, if you had more faith, you, your child would be cured. Now, that is spiritual abuse. Because sometimes it's the will of God that people bring glory to him by having a physical disability. And for someone to accuse a mother or a parent or even the person with the disability of not having enough faith is just abusing them. But that's not what Jesus is talking about here. He's saying that if you have faith in me, all things are possible. And when Jesus walked the earth, every single individual that came to him asking for help, he met their need and cured them and resolved the situation in a flash. What a wonderful Lord we have. But the problem here is this man did not have enough faith to believe that Jesus could cure. And the disciples, either they didn't have enough faith at the time as well, even though they'd had that experience of driving out demons when Jesus sent them out with authority. This is perplexing, but there's no question that when Jesus said, bring the boy to me, he was going to do something about it. And again, I'll reiterate, when we have a problem that's impossible, and we've even prayed, and we've got people in the churches to pray, and still nothing happens, we need to bring the problem to Jesus and see what he will do. And the prayer of faith will be rewarded. Isn't that wonderful? 
and we'll pause for a moment and we'll hear, listen to Nicole Danolo and she's going to sing for us It Only Takes a Spark. And that was Nicole Danolo. Jeff Grant here again, and I'm sharing with you a message called Power to Serve. We're looking at a passage from Mark's Gospel, chapter 9. First of all, we looked at how the disciples were powerless. And then there was a man with little faith. He barely had enough faith to talk to Jesus. And now the final part of the section, I'm calling it Jesus Takes Charge. And I want to read for you verses uh, 25 to 29 of Mark chapter 9. Jesus noticed that the crowd was closing in on them. So he gave a command to the evil spirit. Deaf and dumb spirit, he said, I order you to come out of the boy and never go into him again. The spirit screamed, threw the boy into a bad fit and came out. The boy looked like a corpse and everyone said, he's dead. But Jesus took the boy by the hand and helped him rise, and he stood up. After Jesus got indoors, his disciples asked him privately, Why couldn't we drive the spirit out? Only prayer can drive this kind out, answered Jesus. Nothing else can. Dear ones, as always, Jesus did not want the crowd to make him their earthly king. And when he saw them, them gathering, he, he, he took action and addressed the evil spirit, commanding him in his own name, I say to you, I order you, and uh, he drove it out. The boy looked like he was dead, but he was really alive. And Jesus was able to give this child back to his father, and the little faith he had was rewarded. 
Now, the disciples asked Jesus why they were helpless. And he says to them that prayer is always the answer. And this particular kind of demon needed much prayer. And sometimes it takes a long while before people in the church, you and I, and we gather our friends together and we pray for situation. Someone is sick. Someone is facing a difficult situation. And we pray and pray and pray and keep on praying till God answers and the, and the issue is resolved. But we don't give up and we don't do the best we can because too often they're the ways we solve our problems. We always have three options. The first one is to give up and say, this is too difficult. I can't face this. There's nothing I can do about it. And even people who have faith will think that sometimes. Nothing I can do. It's too, too hard. Other times we do our best in our own strength, using our own intelligence or our money. And that's not good enough either in some circumstances. And finally, sometimes we say, well, I've got nothing else to do but pray. That's the first thing we should have done. We should have approached the power from God. In this passage we've looked at in Mark chapter 9, there's a confrontation of the evil spirit world with the divine power of Christ. Then Jesus says to them, bring the boy to me. He's the solution. He has the power. We fall into a terrible error when we think the power is, is ours. Certainly we have the Holy Spirit living in us. And he who is in us is stronger than he who is in the world. But Jesus is the answer to all our situations, just like in Psalm 25 that I read to you all, all, uh, before. He's also always got the answer. Why don't we pray first, confront Jesus, and bring the problem to him? How wonderful if that would be our action. How the world would see the church succeeding. How the world around us, our neighbours, our friends, the people who know us, would see uh, the church as relevant. And the church is powerful because we bring the problems to Jesus Christ and he resolves them. I have two lovely songs that we can worship the Lord together. The first one is, Lord, I give you my heart. From Holly Dawson, here she is.
We just heard Holly Dawson on 4CRM's Radio Church. And now from Jeff Bullock, I am carried. Like 
is Jeff Bullock. As we come to the end of our Radio Church broadcast on Radio 4CRM Mackay, let's review this passage from Mark chapter 9 I've called Power to Serve. We saw that the disciples were powerless to cure this child who was deaf and dumb and had an evil spirit. Then we saw that the father had very little faith and yet he was able to bring the boy to Jesus. And then we saw at the end how Jesus took charge, as he always did and as he always will. God bless you as you bring all your problems to him and lay them at his feet and allow him to do his marvellous work and resolve the problem in his way and in his time. Here's our closing doctology. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless in the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Saviour, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. Beloved, our radio church has come to an end. We finish now with a song from Paul Gurr as he sings, Come As You Are. Goodbye and God bless you till we meet again. Come as you are, that's all.